In this episode, I'm going to give you a backstage pass into the makings of the 5 a.m. club. The 5 a.m. club is a five-minute call at 5 a.m. Pacific time every single day of the week. And from a tumble beginnings with just three people and me on the call, it has grown to organically a community of over 7,000 people on a call every single day, 365 days a year. I've woken up for over a thousand days in a row at 5 a.m., not because of any other reason, but because I love this community so much. Uh, and in this episode, I'm going to show you a backstage pass of how all of that came about, but specifically how you can build a brand and create amazing awareness while doing something that you love. And it all starts right now. One thing is for certain. Just because it's tried and true doesn't mean it's working right now. So the big question is this, where can you learn what is working right now? The strategies, the tactics, the psychology, and the exact how-to. How to grow your business. How to blow up your personal brand and supercharge your personal growth. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Sharon Srivatsa, and welcome to Business School. Today, I'm going to take you behind the scenes on a project, uh, in fact, an initiative that is so near and dear to my heart that I probably will tell you that this is one of the most powerful things that I've ever done in my life, and it is the 5 a.m. club. Now, if you don't know what the 5 a.m. club is, I'll actually break it down for you in a second. What I have right now is um, you should click on the show notes for this episode, and you should see uh, these a video of this. I'm actually recording this live so that you can not only see the video because I've made some notes on how I talk through this. I've got nine quick sections that I want to walk you through. And I want to give you a backstage pass into the evolution of the 5 a.m. club, how it all got started, where it is today, and how it's changed thousands of lives around the world by building a great brand, by generating leads, by creating insane revenue, by making network connections, and, and, uh, and, and just being something wildly, wildly impactful. So let's actually uh, take take this process one step at a time. The, the first thing I want to tell you about is a story on how the 5 a.m. club started. It started when I was not feeling very well. I was sick and I was doing a lot of uh, blood work and tests. And I was working really, really hard. I, our business was growing super fast. And I wanted to figure out what was going on with my health. So I started getting a lot of blood tests. And there was this one time where I had to get a lot of blood tests on a, on a one full week's basis. And the doctor said to me, he's like, Hey, Sharon, I think this week was better than previous weeks. What did you do differently this week? And I didn't really hadn't done anything differently. And I said, Hey, the only thing that I done differently was I woke up early to go get all these tests. And he said, maybe that's the ticket. Maybe you should wake up earlier and see if that's any better. So this is what I did. I looked at my phone and I looked at the last few people that I texted and I found three of my closest friends that I was texting with. And I said, hey, my doctors have told me that I need to wake up a little earlier for a few days to see if this is a real uh, for the next for the next two weeks. Are you open to just ju- waking up with me and being my accountability partners for me to wake up at 5 a.m. Pacific time? 
And of course, my friends being great friends said that they would do it. But they said, well, Sharon, what does it mean to have this accountability? Are you going to wake up and text us? Are you going to show us a video? Are you going to you know, run to the gym? What are you going to do? So I said, here's what we're going to do. Why don't I set up a call-in number, a call conference call bridge, and I will, I will log into the call at 5 a.m. And so should you. And that'll be my accountability of being with you. And they said, okay, but... Sounds good. It's just going to be the three of us. Sharon, what are you going to say at 5 a.m.? I said, well, I'll make it an inspirational message or I'll make it fun. I'll make it interesting, but it won't be more than three to four minutes. And I, you will be done by 5.05. That'll be enough time for me to wake up and, and get my, uh, you know, and get my, get my mojo going in the morning. So here's what happened. Uh, we all called in the first day. I was already on the call. We were called in the first day. The person comes on the line and it goes, ding. Ding, ding, all three people were on the call and I knew they were on. I hit mute all and I shared, a, a, you know, a message, a quote, something inspirational for a few minutes and then everybody got off. Well, the next day I got on the call and my three friends, I heard ding, 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 ding. I heard a fourth ding. I was like, that's interesting. Why did I hear a fourth ding? Well, it's apparently they had invited someone else to the call. And then the next day I did it again. And then I heard a ding, 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 ding. I heard like seven dings. And I go, wait, what? More people were coming on the call. And this was a five minute call at five in the morning. And this is when what uh, is the 5 a.m. club today started. It was a five, it is a five minute call, a regular phone call at 5 a.m. Pacific time every single day. 365 days a year, including holidays, rain, shine, sleet, or ice. And it is for five minutes, and there is a message that's shared. If everyone's line is muted when it's 5 a.m., but before you, before everyone's line is muted, everyone's line is unmuted, so you can hear everything. You can hear the energy. You can hear the dings of people coming on. It's a fascinating experience. And I won't get into um, where we are at right now, but I'll give you a couple of things. I want to tell you the second part of the member growth. From that day that we started, after two weeks, we have about 10 people on the call. And I then emailed uh, 15 to 20 of my closest friends and I invited everybody to a 30-day challenge. I said, hey, everybody, I've been on this 5 a.m. club journey for 15 days now. I want to do it for 30 more days. Who wants to join this 30-day challenge with me? And everybody that I emailed said that they were in. And that was the start of the 30-day challenge of the first 5 a.m. club. And then when I logged into the call, you heard ding, 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 ding. You had 15, 20, 30, 40 people come on every single day for the next 30 days. Well, it started out with three, it went to five, it went to seven, to 15, to 30, to 100, to 300, to 500, to 1,000, to 3,000, to 5,000, and today, to 6,000. Today, we're sitting somewhere in the 67, 6,800, almost 7,000 people on the call. We roughly have uh, a third of the people that join the call live every single morning, but there's over 7,000 people in this community. And here's something about the members. The members, we all, all also have international call-in numbers because this is all run at 5 a.m. Pacific time every single morning. And so we have people from, the, uh, from multiple, like seven different countries that chime into the call. And we have, um, I know, I know we have multiple, you know, hundreds of CEOs and millionaires. We, I know for sure we have a billionaire on the call. I know for sure we have an A-list Hollywood celebrity on the call. I know for sure we actually have a head of state 
on the call, like a president or a prime minister of a country that's on the call. And we actually have members of Congress on the call, which is pretty amazing to me. Right. Um, right now we have multiple moderators. Our call, uh, you know, our, our call platform has evolved. So people want to hear more than more than me, more than my voice. So the call platform has evolved. So we have multiple folks, uh, great folks as of this call's recording. We have great folks of Vikram Diol, who is an amazing entrepreneur and a coach. We have Dustin Oldfather, who's one of the um, preeminent real estate entrepreneurs on the coast of Delaware. Uh, we have Hannah Peterson, who sells real estate in uh, uh, in San Diego and, and who cover various parts of the call. And of course, um, uh, yours truly as well. So we have a great rounded messaging and the coolest part is this in this community growth. Every Wednesday, we get to hear from a guest speaker. And the guest speaker is only from our community. A lot of times guest speakers, uh, communities go and bring guest speakers from elsewhere. Well, I chose to reward our community, to get our community, get people from our, to listen to our community. So from these 7,000 people, we have every Wednesday, we have a guest speaker for three to five minutes to share their message of being on the call. The community has grown from almost nothing to 7,000 plus people today, completely organically, completely by word of mouth, right? Which is amazing. But this brings me to a very interesting point. And point number three is my coach told me that I was failing. My coach told me that I was failing and I was getting a failing grade for the 5 a.m. club. And I wondered why she said that. And she said, Sharon, um, if you take grades like, you know, the A, Bs and Cs that you get in college. Well, she said you, there are seven days in a week. There's you're doing at that time. I was only doing five days a week because I was doing weekdays. I would take weekends off. And if you do five divided by seven, that's only 71%. In any, almost any college class, 71% is a C minus. And it's not quite failing, but it's a C minus. And, you know, and a high achiever like me doesn't want to get a C minus grade on anything. And so that is when I decided that all my weekday calls would go completely change and we'd go to seven days a week. That was a big change. And, and, and I share this as a message with you because sometimes we think just because we do everything on a weekday, if we are just, if we eat, if we eat right on a weekday, if we just work out on a weekday, if we're just nice to our family on a weekday, if we just kiss our, kiss our, um, kiss our kids, I love you on a weekday, it's okay. But the interesting part, the thing that I learned the most was the weekdays are a failing grade. The weekdays are not even 70% because the weekends, if you don't do it seven days a week, you're, you're, you're not. There is no excellence there. So starting the 5 a.m. club seven days a week was really powerful. And I will tell you, that was the beginning of the complete change in the personal brand. That was the beginning of the brand of the 5 a.m. club. That was the beginning of everything exploding because as soon as you could tell the story of, hey, we're here seven days a week, 365 days a year, come rain or shine, come holiday or not, there is a 5 a.m. club, 5 a.m. Pacific time every single day. That cadence changed everything. And that leads me to number four. We were the only call. Talk about branding. One of the things that I always teach and talk about in branding is the idea of the only statement. If you are, I want, want you to pause here and say, can you write an only statement about yourself, about your company, about your work? Can you say, we are the only company in the world that can deliver packages to you same day where, what from whatever you order. That's Amazon. We're the only company in the world where you can push a button and watch any movie that you want. That's Netflix. We're the only company or one of the only companies in the world where you can push a button and get a cab-like car to show up in front of your house like an Uber or a Lyft. What is your only statement? Are, are you the only uh, life insurance prof agent that is that is you know placed more children's life insurance policies in the city of in the state of Texas? 
what is your only statement? And the only state, I always struggled with that. It's very hard to come up with an only statement. When I figured that out, I, I could say I'm the only person that has built, I'm the only night owl that has built a community of 7,000 plus people where I have not, I've been on the phone over a thousand days in a row at 5 a.m. This changed the number of introductions that I got. This changed the number of articles that this was referenced in. This changed the number of podcasts that I got interviewed into. This got us Forbes and Entrepreneur article uh, mentions and features. In fact, we even got a TED Talk invitation just to talk about the 5 a.m. club. Not because, because there's, there's a lot of discussions about the America Morning uh, by Hal Alrod, really cool dude. There's a great discussions about Robin Sharma writing the 5 a.m. club and Robin Sharma is awesome. I, I love him as an author, but no one has operationalized the 5 a.m. club. There's these ethereal theoretical ideas, but us bringing this to life where someone could actually jump on and hear the message and change their lives was, was unimaginable for anybody. And no one was like, how can you show up every single day at 5 a.m.? How can you do that? How, how do you not miss? And that's really, really amazing, right? But this takes me to the next one. And, and people always ask me, Sean, how do you come up with all the content for the 5 a.m. club? Do you look at tweets, quotes, Instagram quote cards? What do you do? And I will never forget this. This was uh, three years ago. And, uh, and, and it was Christmas three years ago. And I was talking to my coach and she said, Hey, Sharon, going forward, you can't prep for the 5 a.m. club call anymore. And I was I was not extensively prepping for a five minute call. I was thinking about what I was going to say tomorrow. I was thinking about the message. I was thinking about the purpose. I was thinking about like the frame. But she said, you can't prep anymore. I said, well, what do you mean? She says, well, I want you to get on the call and right before you start talking, I want you to speak your mind from whatever you're thinking about then. And that's the message that gets delivered. And I was like, wait a minute, you're telling me I have until I start the call at 5.01 a.m. I have no idea what I'm going to say. She says that is correct. And so I took that on as a challenge and I started trying it. And I really struggled with it. I really struggled because I, I up until that point, I had no idea what I was going to say. And I was really reaching deep into the meditative state of figuring out who I was, what was impacting me at that time. Maybe my life, maybe my kids, maybe my health, maybe inspiration, maybe whatever else. And I would come up with a, a message on demand, live, on the spot, with no prep every single day. And it got really hard. I, I was struggling with it. But suddenly, just like swimming, that changed. This on-demand model flipped in my head. And it shows you the power of cadence, shows you the power of consistency. Today, you can shake me and say, at any point, whenever you see me, you can say, hey, Sharon, go. Do a 5 a.m. message right now. Do a five-minute message right now. I can do a five-minute message that is exciting, um, uh, energizing, inspirational at any point, at any topic, at any time, anywhere without any prep, because for the last three plus years, every single day I wake up, I put my headphones on and I do the call with zero prep, not for any other reason to tell you that I'm amazing or anything like that, but to show you that if I can go from being the short, doing short preps to now just showing up live in the moment present and delivering the message from my heart, if I can do it with energy, with articulation, with a message, with the purpose, you can do it too. You can, you can, you can show up and do the same thing. And just a little bit of this on-demand content model changed so many things for me. So a lot of us are on building brands on Instagram and Facebook and social media and all of that. We'll think about the power of just showing up on Instagram stories or showing up uh, in a live podcast interview and being asked a question and being able to instantly go into an articulate answer 
that only comes with extreme practice. How are the uh, politicians able to do that? How is Howard Stern able to do that? How is Conan O'Brien able to do that? How is April Oprah able to do that? They're able to do that because they've been asked so they have so much on-demand practice. And I didn't realize this on-demand practice would change my life so much. So right now, when I go, when I go to get ready to go on a podcast interview, I never prep. And it's not because I'm, I'm um, lazy. <laughs> it's in fact the opposite because I don't even want to know the questions because I know that my brain will tune in and I'm able to deliver a real, actually able to deliver a much better, well-constructed answer without the prep, just because it's live and in the moment and I have the right framework to prepare it. The on-demand model is insane if you can do it right. But, and if, if, if any of you want to ever hear it, the nice part is um, we don't release the calls, at least not until this point. Every single call that I've done and every single call that a guest speaker has done have all been recorded. I have thousands of calls recorded. The treasure trove of content is mind-blowing. They're all recorded, organized, cataloged, but never been released because the community, are, are the Facebook group community realized that the power of being live is really, really important. So if you want to hear the call live, go to 5amclub.net. It's the number 5amclub.net. And uh, there's no there's no cost or anything like that. You can just sign up for free and you can get uh, your private access number to get on the call. It is all recorded, never released. Only sometimes when there's insane demand for a guest speaker or somebody that's something insane, uh, we'll, we'll pop the recording out. But otherwise... It's uh, held held in uh, held in cold storage for posterity because one day I'm going to figure out how to make uh, something really really amazing of a collage of content and uh, really inspire the world with these thousands of 5 a.m. club messages. But talking about that, it is 5 a.m. club Pacific time. So 5 a.m. club.net. It's 5 a.m. Pacific time, and many people around the country, especially on the East Coast, that would be 8 a.m. Eastern time or 7 a.m. Central time or 6 a.m. Mountain time. Or worse, in Hawaii, it would be 2 a.m., which doesn't really lend itself to someone doing the 5 a.m. club at their own time zone. So here's what happened. A lot of really cool people took the same 5 a.m. club model that I had built and started their own uh, small 5 a.m. club up, uh, uh, calls in different time zones. So right now, there are 5 a.m. club calls across so many time zones in the world. There are 5 a.m. club calls in Australia, New Zealand. I believe there are definitely 5 a.m. club calls across Mountain Central uh, and Eastern time zones in the U.S. And they're all, some are some are niched by industry, but they all have these 5 a.m. club calls. And they all came out of the model where we, that, that we built. A lot of these people were on our calls and they were like, hey, we're cheating being on the 5 a.m. club Pacific time because it's already 8 a.m. Eastern. So they started their own 5 a.m. Eastern club calls, which I thought was amazing. And, and I, 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 many times I've been a guest speaker on those calls as well, but it's amazing to see people take that idea and go deeper with it and say, it's almost like someone had this idea and someone built something else with it, which is so cool to watch and have happen and impact everybody around the world. But I have to tell you one thing that happened. Uh, I haven't shared this before. And uh, recently, you know, in the last five years, when, when I was uh, investing in a business, the, and I was having a business meeting around it, one of the people that we were having a meeting with was very hostile. And I didn't realize why he was being so hostile in this in this discussion. And he said, well, um, you know, you're going to use the 5 a.m. club to drive business and poach my clients. He says, many of my clients, Sharon, are on your 5 a.m. club call. 
Um, and you know, when you start this business, you're going to poach clients. And I was like, that's so weird. And I said, well, what do you want me to do? Like, it's my, it's my 5am club. I can do whatever I want. It's not built to sell anything. It's just, I'm not going to sell anything in there. And even if I did, I can do whatever I want. It's my, it's, it's my group. He says, yeah, I understand that. But if you want to do a business deal with us, we have to sign a partnership agreement where any deals that any revenue that arises from the 5am club, you have to give us a cut of. And, and that shocked me and it made me laugh because it's not like I was going to go into the 5am club Facebook group and sell them, I don't know, uh, uh, shoes or t-shirts or courses or coaching or like I, nothing. That was never the, like, that would be weird. If, if someone had a group about underwater basket weaving and you showed up and you talked about nuclear physics, that would be weird. That would be a, that would be, you know, a misalignment of what that group is there for. And that's what I didn't understand with this person. And he was so adamant that I was going to use this, this platform that I had, this energetic, uh, you know, feverishly loyal platform that we had built in the 5 a.m. club to somehow randomly affect his business. And he wanted to cut out of that. Like the thinking was so darn petty, but I understand it. And that showed me how much people see the power of a loyal group. People see the power of a tribe. People see the power of being united around a cause, a community. And not that I created, I show up in the Facebook group, I comment sometimes, but the group has a life of its own. There are thousands of people in it. And never has there been anything that was sold in that, not for any other reason, because it just has no congruence. Because you don't sell, the group is not there to be sold. The group is there to enjoy and commune around the 5 a.m. club. So the lesson there is, you know, don't build the audience, don't build the audience in a very, very niche way and then try to sell them something that is completely out of line with it. If you want to sell somebody something, great, build an audience around that. If you want to build something around your personal brand, you want to build uh, build an audience around that. And once you build an audience around that and if you create a book, a course, a product, a, uh, you know, mascara, a, 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 you know, a color, a soup, a fragrance, a star, I don't care. It's okay because you created it and there's transference because you are the transferring body because it's your personal brand to the product. But it gets weird from a brand perspective. It's very hard to transfer a loyal community around one cause to something completely different. So just try not to do that, all right? I have two more things I want to share with you before I give you, before hopefully this is helpful to give you a sense of how all this came about. Um, because I get asked this 5 a.m. club question a lot. And so I made these notes. And one of the things that I get asked often is, hey, Sharon, how do you wake up at 5 a.m.? <laughs> how do you wake up at 5 a.m.? And I will tell you, I want to give you a very simple three-part um, system that I use right now. Not, not perfectly, but I use it and it works because I wake up at 5 a.m. every single day or 4.45 so here are the three parts to waking up early and not feeling like you're dragging, you know, you're dragging, right? Number one, you want something called a joyful start. And what I mean by a joyful start is a lot of people will wake up in the morning and say, oh, I wake up, I'm going to do a deep breathing. I'm going to do Wim Hof breathing. I'm going to, I'm going to chug hot water with lemon and cayenne pepper. I'm going to do 300 pushups and four dips and Tai Chi. And then I'm going to do a bunch of jumping jacks and I'm going to run to the gym. Like there's just too much going on right then, Right. I think of a joyful start, meaning I just want to wake up and I want to do one thing that's just ultra easy, ultra simple, ultra joyful. That may be as simple as bringing a cup of coffee. That may be as simple as just putting on my hoodie and going for a walk. 
I don't want anything to get in the way because I don't want to w- try to wake up in the morning and say, "Ugh, I don't want to wake up because I'm not looking forward to this one thing that's coming up. Right. So number one, the easiest way to wake up in the morning is to have a joyful start. If you want to wake up in the morning and then, you know, do the 5 a.m. club call and then watch YouTube videos, go for it, go for it. But you have something joyful to start with. That's number one. Number two, I call this the watch tomorrow's movie. Uh, the right before I go to bed at night, I actually close my eyes for just, you know, 10 seconds, 20 seconds. And I just visualize myself waking up in the morning. Right. So I just close my eyes and uh, uh, I picture myself going to bed. I picture my alarm going off in the morning at 4.45. I jump up, I turn off the alarm, I grab the alarm, I put my workout clothes on, I grab my uh, headphones and I walk downstairs. I visualize myself doing each of that. I visualize myself having a really good call. I visualize myself, you know, bringing a cup of coffee. I visualize myself going for a walk or jumping in the car and driving to Laguna Beach, whatever. But I do that because I've already attend. I've already done that day. It's already there's a. It's almost like I built in deja vu. So when the alarm goes off the next morning, it almost feels eerily familiar, and I can just do exactly what I said. I thought my mind's eye saw it could do. So I don't have any kind of hesitation, reservation, etc. I just do whatever my mind's eye envisioned because I'd already done that once before in my head. Super easy when you want to make yourself do something, you just see yourself doing it. And the next time when you're put in that situation, you just do it that way because you've already seen yourself doing it. And last but not least, I I, I try to do this pretty good. Uh, I do the three, two, one rule that my coach Justin Rothling's offer told me about. And the three, two, one rule is really simple. It says three hours before bed, no more food, nothing to eat. Two hours before bed, um, no more work. And one hour before bed, no more electronics. So it's the three, two, one rule. So three hour before bed, stop eating. Two hours before bed, stop working. One hour before bed, stop electronics, right? And when you do that, your body gets into a state where you can actually sleep better, sleep more deeply so that you can wake up better. And that's really, really important. So just to wrap up all of this, um, there's a lot of stuff out there about waking up early. It's the 5 a.m. club by Robin Sharma, the, uh, the Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. They've got all these cool things, but they are very do-it-yourself. You have to take it. You have to take the inspiration. You've got to go do something. And there's no do it with you. There's no do it with you, right? Because you need somebody to do the 5 a.m. club with you. You need to know that regardless of when I drop off the wagon or I come back on the wagon, I will have a guilt-free way of showing up. There's nothing like the 5 a.m. club call that exists. It's five minutes at 5 a.m., seven days a week, every single day, 365 days a year for five minutes. And it's raw. It's real. It's not pre, pre, uh, you know, scripted, like and motivational content. It is real people sharing real stories so that they can be a part of an energy bubble that is, is, is getting people to do better. And there's a saying, which we say and finish every call with, we say, However you slice it, greatness is a choice. Now, it may seem hokey to you, but it's not because we are choosing to be up at that time. We're choosing to be there every day. We're choosing to share a message. We're choosing to listen to somebody. We're choosing to have someone go on mute. We're choosing to do something that is so special that no one else understands because greatness is truly a choice. So if you want to check it out, if you just want to see how it all works and you don't even... Uh, and, and that's not your jam. Just go to five, the number five am club.net. Uh, and hopefully given and hurt and hearing this backstory will really be helpful to you. And, uh, cause there's a lot more than goes into it than, than you would think, but we keep it simple. We keep it raw. We keep it real. It's not a lead generation operation. It is just a community where people get together for five minutes every single day to start out their days 
in a legendary way. So go to 5amclub.net and remember this, however you slice it, greatness is a choice. Hey, Sharon, I have a cool gift for you. I took some of my best ideas from the last 20 years and created a five-day MBA. It's quick and action-packed that you can listen to on the go, just like this podcast. And I want to give it to you for free, just as a thank you for listening to the show. No fluff, no gimmicks, just pure actionable ideas for you to use instantly. You can grab it right now at businessschoolshow.com. That's businessschoolshow.com. Dot com.